podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So Liverpool played Tottenham last night and um, they were victorious 3-1 and I've got a big smile on my face and I'm sure Robbo has as well. So joining me to have a little chat about the game is Gareth Roberts from the Anfield Rap. Hello mate, how are you? I'm good mate, much, much better after that one last night. Much needed win there. Yeah, completely. So um, just to start with, I think the first place to start is the team lineup. So we were looking at it. We've heard that Matip's back, we've heard Henderson's back, you're thinking brilliant, nearly a full-strength team. And then just before the kickoff, you heard that Fabinho isn't fit. So, you know, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, you know, just just when you think, you know, as you say there, you know, we're starting to get some names back and we're getting close to a full-strength side and then it's like, bang, Fabinho's out. And it was sort of, you know, it was something we could all see coming, wasn't it? I think we've all been saying all along, oh, imagine he got injured as well. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, there it is. He's injured as well. And yeah, it was tough to take and, and even tougher when you see, you know, Matt up on the pitch and, and perform so well first half. And then he doesn't re-emerge for the second half. And it's like, God, it, it's just felt like, you know, one thing after another for weeks, really, with Liverpool. And I think you can see it in the manager's face and demeanour as well, that he's just like, you know, anything else. And then, you know, when we do win, you know, when we do score there, he, you know, he's looking up to the gods and, he, you know, it's a real sort of emotional celebration from the manager. And I think it was from everyone because it did feel like, you know, it was a moment that could go wrong for us again. And I think had we lost that one, that would have been, you know, that would have just crushed whatever confidence there was left. Whereas I think now, hopefully, things will go the other way. I think, in a way, it was a bit of a cup final last night. It was like whoever wins this one can still say, without looking daft, we've got a sniff of the title here. And and thankfully, it does on the right end of that, and not not Spurs. I thought Spurs started. Well, obviously, we had that big chance at the beginning. Mm. And Spurs come into it and they played some amazing football. Just just the way... I'll get into Mourinho in a bit, but did you did you think that we were going to struggle in those early stages? I thought it was... It, it's always interesting. I think I think with Liverpool lately, you've been able to almost sniff early on what, what, what type of performance you might get from them. And, and I thought we looked good. And, you know, we obviously got that chance... Very early on, less than two minutes on on the on the uh, on the board there for Mane, and he sort of tries to take it with his his wrong foot, yeah. really, and, and fluffs it. And then next minute, Son's got it in the back of the net, the other end, and it was a bit like, oh, here we here we go again. You know, it's another one of those days. And and who would have thought John Moss was an unlikely hero for for Liverpool? Um, you know, finally we get a VAR decision our way this season. It, I think it was the first decision that's gone for Liverpool. Uh, so, you know, despite all this Liverpool that exists in the world of, you know, all these opposition supporters, we've actually not had much going our way. So it was nice to get that. And then I think from there on in, you know, we started to look the better side then. And, mm. and you know, dominated possession first half, created, you know, two or three really good chances and the only thing was was not taking them again, really, and not putting it in the back of the net. And you, you know that's obviously been a recurring theme. So to get the goal when we did, 
I know it's a cliche. Yeah, it was a really good time, and and it being deep into injury time, you know, all the cliches, isn't it? You know, changes the halftime team talk and psychological blow, but but those cliches are, are true, and those those cliches are there for a reason. And I, just, I thought that that would be massive for Liverpool, and I thought we deserved it as well on the balance of play. You know, as you say, Spurs did cause his problem. You'd want them to, you'd expect them to. They're meant to be a good side. They're a big club. They've got a big manager. They've got a big ground. All of those things. You know, you you expect them to be walking the walk, but you know that's why it's such a big win for Liverpool, though, for all of those reasons. Because Spurs, you know, want to be on our ground. If you like, they want to be winning trophies. They want to challenge Liverpool's place in the hierarchy. If you like, yeah. so I always think, you know, when we're playing them, it's important to put them back in their place, and we have done. Yeah, completely. It's funny you mentioned John Moss there because I um I I know Adam Smith quite well. Oh yeah. So I um he he did a little chat with me and he went on a rant about John Moss. This was weeks ago <laughs> and he was like proper having a go at John Moss, which I thought was hilarious. I actually watched that game the other day because it was that funny again because it was it was just just funny. Anyway, I just texted him last night, John Moss, eh? and he was like, "Yeah, but I bet he wasn't controlling it. He still started having a go at him." Speak to Adam Adam about uh, John Moss. <laughs> Got a real problem with it. So he was going on about his fat fingers or something. It was so funny. We'll have to get him. We'll have to get him a John Moss t-shirt. Won't we? <laughs> Definitely. Liverpool's <laughs> unlikely hero. <laughs> Before we go into praising individual performances, because I want to give you that opportunity, because there was there was quite a few. Um, just on on Mourinho, you know, from a tactical point of view, the and if you, when you listen to the Anfield rap, you know. Neil Atkinson and, and the boys are, are unashamed of saying, if you want to beat Liverpool, you have to cheat and you play someone in the space that Trent vacates. Yeah. And you wonder why he decided to play like base pretty much a five at the back, a two man midfield. The, the, the midfield, the two lads did the best in there, but I didn't think they were a match for our lads. And then you didn't really see them get much joy down that left hand side. Did you? Did you wonder why he'd he'd played the way he has? Because all the way through, I'm going. He's if you want to beat Liverpool, there's a plan, and you're not mm-hmm. doing it. You're doing your own thing, which is a bit strange. Yeah, it is a bit strange. A team, a team, maybe born out to worry a little bit that you know. For all that we've we've had to endure all this talk of Liverpool, you know, throwing it away and lost it and not looking the side they have been. I like Thiago's interview that I seen on BT Sport before the game where he was saying there's an argument to be made that we should have won a lot of these games you know we, we haven't been that far off and even you know even the Man United game and I know like this is this is a type of conversation that if other fans of other clubs are watching it they go ah you know yeah. but let's let, let's let's put banter in the bin for a bit and, and talk honestly about it I honestly think you know there's, there's there's a case to be made for that we should have had more points on the board we should have mm. took Man United to at least extra time, if not won it. And, you know, crucial things have just sort of gone against us and, and that can obviously affect confidence. And that's why I like the way Thiago talked about it in that interview because I thought, well, if you're kicking round, which he obviously is, and he's in dressing rooms and he's on training pitches and all the rest of it, and you're talking like that, I like that. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because he was really positive and he was saying, listen, this isn't a crisis. You know, it's going to come and all the rest of it. And then and then it did. And it was like, Tiago, you are God. You can see into the future. And I, I think Mourinho, it, he's not daft, whatever you want to yeah. say about him. And he's got loads of respect for Liverpool, if you look hard enough for it. Um, and he, 
I think he was worried. He's worried about about you know Liverpool's attacking strength, and that's why he set up in the way he did. Because he's been talking them down quite a lot, I think, through the season. Even when they were top, you know, he he didn't have that sort of Bolshe Mourinho about mm. him. He was more like mm, we might not stay up here, you know. And like equally, he's got a cob on almost about the way people have talked about Liverpool at times, yeah. saying, "Well, everyone's got injuries and blah blah," blah yeah, and you yeah, still yeah. got him, 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 and him. And and look, if if you cut through the bullshit of you know he is a, he's easy to hate and I get that, he's actually been back. It's it's a backhanded compliment to how good Liverpool are. He was worried about Liverpool and he was right to be because you know Liverpool came out there like a boxer who who wanted to win in the first round. Do you know what I mean? And I, you know I thought I thought it was. I mean, and I'm jumping ahead here, but thought for instance Milner, you know, was really setting a tone for Liverpool yeah. in terms of. His performance, the tackles he was putting in, just having his nose on the pitch was fantastic mm. last night, I thought. Mm. Just um, going back to, I mean, I, I was thinking the other day about Thiago. Can you imagine them having a team meeting and Thiago sort of just sat there and they, they're all chatting away and then one of them goes, what do you think, Thiago? And then he gives his, can you imagine the experiences he's had in his yeah. life? He must have something to say, must be an influence. So I think but it, it looks that way because, yeah. you know, another little thing is spotted. I mean, we are all stuck behind television screens currently, which is a shame, but it does give you the opportunity to watch little bits and notice things that you maybe wouldn't normally. And after that interview, BT Sport seemed to have a little problem with turning the crowd noise on uh, for a little bit. And you could hear sort of, producers muttering and things like that and they were showing a bit of um, sort of in the tunnel and just before the teams were walking out and Thiago was going round Liverpool players and, and having like little individual what looked like pep talks and you know he's not the captain mm. but he is someone who's won I mean they kept going on about it didn't he? is it nine titles nine in ten, ten years yeah. or eight in nine or whatever it might be um, and as you say loads of experience Look, everyone obviously respects the fella and I just think that, you know, there's, there's still levels to come from him, I think. I think he looked oh, a bit leggy last night. Mm. But him just being about and having that nose and, and, and saying something different maybe as well, yeah. because, you know, you've got to remember that most of the core of this side has been together now for quite a significant amount of time. Mm. And, and one of my worries that I haven't voiced very often is, you know, when, when does it run out? When the messages stop working from the manager, from players, from teammates, whatever it may be. And I just think having that freshness in there of Thiago, as you say, with his experience and his stories and all the rest of it, it is massive. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but just seeing him knocking around, you know, having those little words before the game kicked off, I really like that. If you're enjoying this video so far, please show your support for the Ken 7 channel by subscribing, clicking the like button, and also clicking the notifications button as well to get future broadcasts. If you could also share the video on your Twitter and Facebook account, that will show YouTube's algorithm that you like our content. Have you heard about Ken7 merchandise? The link is in the description of this video. We have premium fanware for fans covering Liverpool, Celtic and Scotland. And it's fanware for young and old. So we have t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, caps, mugs, you name it, we've got it. Just something else to remember, every purchase that is made on our website, we donate to the Marina Dalgalish Appeal. So you're helping a great cause as well. Oh, that's what we do, though. We read into everything like way too much, don't we? <laughs> You've got it, though. I mean, I think I think the, the genesis of that 
performance yesterday was seen in the second half against Man United. Yeah. 100%. We looked for a good 25-minute spell. I know they scored. It was unfortunate, but we looked like us again, which we yeah. hadn't looked like for the previous four games, and that was the positive thing. And maybe, from what you said, maybe Mourinho's looked at that and thought, and aye, we, aye. Need to, we, yeah, we, we need to be on our guards because if that's how they play, we're going to struggle. Let's get to the brilliant bit. Let's praise our boys because there were some fantastic performances. I, I agree with you on, on the Milner thing. You know, who else did you think played well? I think the massive one was Trent, wasn't it? Because all yeah. season, you know, we've been watching a lad toil a little bit. Um, you know, we can go through the reasons why that might be. He obviously had COVID. Um, he's not had much of a rest. Um, he's been playing continuous football for a long time. He's only 22 years old. All of those things. But, you know, he's been so vital to what we've done and the way we play. And, you know, he's he's almost, the you know, the playmaker from right back, isn't he? And, and to... To see him so off form, you know, the other week lashing all those crosses in and none of them finding teammates and all that kind of thing. You you just wondered when it would end, really, and, and would, would Klopp even maybe consider dropping him and things like that. But he stuck with him. He said he'd play him through it. And it looks like he's come, He's finally emerging the other side. And it was it was just really nice to see him, the, the proper Trent. You know, yeah. he scored a goal, he set a goal up. But also, even defensively as well, there was one where... Tottenham quarters a little bit on the break and it was Trent who sprinted back and I think got at Son and won the ball back and stopped stopped the break that looked dangerous and just little moments like that defensively and offensively he looked like the Trent that we know and love and it's obviously massive for him to get a goal massive for him to tee one up for a teammate as well and I just think that might open some doors for him now yeah. you know a bit of, a, a bit of light in the darkness and all the rest of it because he will have known he yeah. will have been beating himself up I mean Anyone who's read about him, seen him do interviews, all the rest of it over the years, will know he's very, you know, introspective. He'll he'll be going over everything that he's done. There's that time, of course, when he literally apologised for the game against United when Rashford got the better of him, and it was a bit like, well, it's just a game of forty, mate. You don't need to apologise. Like these things happen, but he obviously felt he did. He's a bit like, I think he's a bit like Gerard in that respect. In that. You know, and again, if you've read Gerard's books, you know he's mm-hmm. up nights analysing and everything, thinking about his own game. He's not just sort of like throw the boots off, jump in the car, and forget about it. And I think Trent's a little bit the same. So it'll be massive for him mentally. I think that he's had that game he had last night, and you know, I think uh, anyone who, like me, stupidly. Uh, took him out your fantasy footy team might be sticking him back in again for the weekend. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was massive. I think um, him having that performance, and and the other one for me was Bobby as well. You know, yeah. you you spot on there talking about um, what we saw at Old Trafford because at Old Trafford as well, you know, you obviously saw a bit of Bobby there as well, yeah. where you were like, "Hello, this is the fella." And when he plays, we play, don't we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you know, again, he's getting the, he's getting the goal there, albeit a tapping. But you know, the all counting, he, he all of a sudden his his touch looks better. The timing of his passes. I mean, he got he got criticised for one word. I think it was McManaman was saying he'd taken too long, but I think he was just waiting for the right run, the right moment to to release it. And I'm, I'm not, I didn't entirely blame him for that one. And I think if you look at his stats from last night as well, he hardly gave the ball away and stuff like that. So. A lot more things all of a sudden are coming off for me, you know, and that makes a huge difference. I think it made a difference, that, you know, what what we did as well in terms of just having Thiago a little bit further forward as well. As I say, I don't think he had the best game in the world. You know, Out of throw- the three, he was probably the 
when I say worst, I'm not saying he's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Out of the three performances, he his was less, I thought, than yeah. Mills and Ronaldo's, but still still effective. Absolutely, and 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 you know, throwing in tackles and mouthing off to the referee and yeah. doing all that bits that you know, doing all the bits that you maybe don't associate with him. And mm. I think as time will come, he'll get better and better as it goes on. But I just, you know, I like the performance, and as you say, there are individuals there. Definitely Trent, definitely Bobby, definitely Milner. But it, but across the pitch, there was, you know, there was no one really that you could say had a bad game. There was no yep. one you would you would be overly criticising. Yep. I mean, I, I mean, maybe me being a bit daft, but I, I had to. I really enjoyed Nat Phillips just coming on and cleaning the fella out. You know what I mean? I know we got a yellow card for it, and it was a little bit of a like, well, you're on a tightrope now, lad. But no, but it was letting them know that he was there. And yeah. it was, I thought he was solid when he. I mean, he didn't really get tested, did he? But no. I just think he was solid. That's all you need him to do. Yeah, at the ball. And that's probably and that's probably what we just need them to do again at the weekend against West Ham. You know, big yeah. physical side. We're going to have to protect them. We know that he hasn't got the greatest pace in the world and all the rest of it. But if you're asking him to just win headers in the main, he's pretty good at that. You know, yeah. he's all right at that. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think I think loads and loads and loads to be positive about last night. And you know, whatever way you look at it, statistically, what you saw with your eyes, you know, whatever you want. I mean, I, I did see one weird spin on it this morning, which I thought, I'm not really having that. And it was it was a, an anti-Liverpool spin, which was, oh, you know, well, if Son had scored and this and that and the other, and it's still easy to get at them. I mean, Spurs didn't create any big chances across the 90, so, yeah. Yeah. you know, a, a, aside from an offside goal. So there's, there's not a lot to worry about there. And, you know, Hoiberg hitting that one, I'll never hit one like that again in his no. life. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not. I'm still not convinced he meant it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like if if it was Stevie sort of slicing across it like that, I'm I'm putting it in the corner in that manner. You'd say, oh well, he definitely meant it. Whereas, mm, not so sure when it's coming from his boots. <laughs> oh, it was. Um, I mean, it, it was just one, when it went in. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. I thought. I thought. Well, here we go. That that's. This is going to turn again. But yeah. to be fair to them, they held out. Um, and it was a fantastic performance. Where do you think this leaves us in the big picture of the league and where we are at the moment? Still, I mean, still with a chance, isn't it? Which is which is good enough for now to to, to say that. Because as I say, if we got beat, I think I think you, you you know all of a sudden you're out of it. Really, if we're all being honest. Uh, whereas the thought thought it's interesting. You know, the odds were changing before our eyes last night. You know, all of a sudden now. Liverpool are back in to be in second favourites to win the league. Uh, City are clear favourites. They obviously got a game in hand yeah. as well as the, and the, you know they're already four points ahead of us. So it's going to take a big effort to to, to bring that back around. We of course have got to play City soon, yeah. so that you know if we can get something over them there, that would massively help. But I just want to see Liverpool now sort of be the Liverpool that I know and love. Um, you know, obviously win more often than not, score more often than not, and just just challenge and see where we end up. Because you know, I don't think it's beyond the realms to suggest that other clubs experience what we have. You know, a load of players going down injured and things like that. Because the schedule's so tight and so concertinaed into a small space of time that it could easily happen. And okay, City have got the squad perhaps to deal with it would be the mm-hmm. counter argument. But I just think we should see because you know, twenty sixteen when Leicester winning, 
that annoyed me that as a Liverpool fan, you know, having waited all of those years to try and win the league and then we're not in contention. This is a thing se- for you, this, mate, because you mentioned this. Oh, mate, last I o- it, it really does me head in. It really does me head in. It's like, I'll have to get over it one day. You but, have to let it go, you know. But you know what I mean? It, it, it's like, we should have been there. It should have been yeah. us. Yeah, and, and, and I kind of think, you know, we don't want to have those regrets this season. So let's yeah. just stay in touch. Let's keep winning. Let's remain positive. And let's see where we end up. And look, you know, I think, you know, United, obviously, you know, are not as it, you know, as previously sold to as uh, Brazil 1970 reincarnated. They're in fact a side that can lose to Sheffield United. Yeah. So, you know, all of a sudden they're dragged down a little bit. And I just think there's a chink of light there for Liverpool to go for it. But massively, it's going to depend on what we do in the transfer market the next few days as well. And look, I'd like to think Liverpool are having conversations and trying to make things happen. They surely are. I mean, Klopp in his press conference just now was saying, it's mad if you don't think we have the same ideas as you all come up with. So they must surely be talking about it. Agents, I'm sure, all over the world will be offering Liverpool players. They will have been quoted fees for players and stuff like that. They've got to have a big sit down and bite the bullet here because I know our owners are quite risk averse and they like everything to be planned and they like to you know look into the future in that way. But... You know, and you've literally had. I mean, it was eight years ago now, wasn't it? But when when John Henry did the open letter to fans, he talked then about not being into short term fixes. But it's exactly what Liverpool need, though. Right now, we need a short term fix. We need an experienced centre half who can come in and do a better job than Nat Phillips and Reese Williams. And and surely there is one in world football who wants to play for the champions who can do just that. Um, so we'll we'll see. They've obviously got till um, Monday eleven o'clock. Um, so we can play West Ham with another patched up, you know, defence. But that's what it's going to be. Matip's going to be out. Um, Fabinho's out again. He was outstanding last night. He was really good, mate. Yeah, he- really, really good. When you consider he's only played a handful of games there, mm. you know, it, it was a great performance at centre half, and I imagine he's there again on Sunday. Yeah. But you know, by the time we play Brighton next week, we could have we could have an experienced centre half who's who's got you know caps internationally and I've seen it all before playing for Liverpool at centre half now you know a bit like the Thiago thing what a boost that would be to everyone as well you know what a statement that would be that would be saying to everyone we haven't given up on this season we still think we can win we've brought this fella in I mean people are even talking about two now We've gone from, you know, we're not going to buy any, so we we might buy two. I mean, Mustafi seems to be getting kicked around a lot because yeah. he's available for next to nothing um, and can just be brought in. I mean, I'm not I'm not too sure about that. But um, and then the other lad uh, is it Botter? I think he's called. I, uh, I haven't heard of him either. I'm not massive on watching. I don't I don't I don't know how people find the time to watch all this football where they know <laughs> about every single player yeah, around yeah. the world. I'm I'm just I'm just obsessed with Liverpool, but. I'd like. I'll trust the fact that Liverpool have got a worldwide network of scouts, and they've got yeah. fellas who work day in day out on looking. I've no doubt that they've got a list, and it's just it's just the money and the structure of payments and things like that. I think that's what'll be you know playing a part on whether they get someone or not by Monday at eleven o'clock. But fingers crossed, because I really do think it can make a, a massive difference to Liverpool's season. Brilliant. Well, listen, before I let you go, what are you and the boys at the Anfield wrap up to at the moment? Yeah, as ever, busy, mate. So uh, loads of stuff building up to the West Ham game. Uh, we'll be doing stuff you know, before, during and after, as ever. We've actually got a bit of a thing on at the moment as well. Uh, we're always wary that you know we do put some stuff out for free. So Talking Reds is out there free on the YouTube channel. 
Uh, we put the weekender out for free that's out there today, building up to the, the weekend's game, but also looking back to spares. And then there's the there's the podcast at the start of the week, which will always be free, the Amphiorat, that's what we've always said. But the subscription package, we are worried that, you know, perhaps people who don't subscribe, you know, don't know what it's about, don't know what they're getting for the money, aren't sure, and that kind of thing. So we've got a bit of a thing on at the moment that if you download the app, um, you'll get a thousand free tokens on there. And that allows you to purchase the premium paywall, whatever you want to call it, content. So you can have a bit of a look at the yeah. post-match pint. You can have a look at, you know, you can delve into the archive if you want. You can do whatever you want with the tokens. And it might just give you an idea, we're hoping, of what it's all about. And you might be convinced to give it a go. So, yeah, download the Amphur app and have a look. Brilliant. Well, listen, Gareth, thanks very much, mate. I uh, appreciate it. to you again. And uh, hope uh, we get three points on uh, Sunday as well. Fingers Stop crossed. Man. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.